Hey everyone, thank you for joining us today. I'm Andrea Pertel, um, full-time professional wedding officiant located here in New Jersey. And of course I have fellow officiant Celia Milton here with me. Hi, how are you? And today we are doing our, this is number six in our Unity Ritual series. And um, so last week we did the fun Unity popcorn, a popcorn, sorry, Unity popsicle, although we could do popcorn one day. Oh, Pops <laughs> Unity popcorn. Yeah, we could. <laughs> the Unity popsicle sharing was last week. Um, we did Unity glass the week before that, coffee sharing the week before that, Unity candle before that, and sand before that. And today is wine. So, um, so let's talk about unity wine ceremonies because there are a couple of different ways to do these so um so explain those ways celia well the, the simplest thing to do is to have a glass of wine and we say you know a, a reading over the wine and then the couple shares that glass of wine sometimes i'll have one of them pour it or sometimes i'll even have like a relative um come up and pour the wine that's kind of it's kind of in my ceremonies where somebody's Jewish, that's, you know, the wine yeah. is a very recognizable part of a traditional Jewish ceremony. So I think it's kind of nice to maybe sometimes have, you know, a, a mom or a dad or a brother come up and pour that wine. And, you know, we talk about the, the fact that they're drinking from the same cup. It's, it's sweet. Right. Um, I do the, love the Jewish tradition of the seven blessings over the glass of wine. Um, you yeah. know, may your marriage be as sweet as the fruit of the, uh, vine and it goes into those seven beautiful blessings. But then when they then then when they share that cup of wine, they share uh, it. Um, they talk about you know wine is a symbol of sweetness, the sweetness we wish for your life. You know, uh, it offers opportunity to savor the sweetness and all of that. That's it's beautiful wording in that the Jewish tradition. Um, but there are you know, you don't have to be Jewish to do that. this particular tradition of sharing a toast. Well, I, I always talk when I do a very simple, well, actually, I think I use it in all the, all the ceremonies I do with wine. I always talk about how wine is, you know, it's, it's a humble beverage that starts out just as, starts out as a humble beverage and ends up through time and care into this nuanced, fantastic, rich experience, just like your, your marriage will be. And, uh, that, you know, we traditionally share wine with, with friends and family and, you know, it's a symbol of hospitality, but there's a lot of ways you can, you can kind of go with that, um, that, you know, to suit, to suit the couple and what they want that to represent. Uh, sometimes I'll do the toast. I'll do it as a toast to the, to the guests sort of at the end, like, if they're not going to do, I mean, you probably still would do a champagne toast at the at the actual reception, but I kind of like that idea of the couple toasting to the families and their friends. Right. Um, I'm doing one weekend that's a kind of like another different variation on that. I'm doing one where the couple is going to, they're going to pour, each one has a different kind of wine and they're going to pour it together. And, you know, of course it symbolizes the blending of two lives into one. Not everybody loves that idea that they're not going to be like, they're going to be one life now. So there's a lot of different ways that can be written. But I think that this, this couple picked picking white wine and red wine 
I don't know. I'm not into that. But I like this idea. One of them is pouring a rosé, and I say that it's made from grapes that are a little dark on the outside, but mellow and sweet on the inside, just like Janet. Mm-hmm. And then the other, um, the other partner has sangria, which is robust and fruity and complex, just like Jacob. So, and then they pour them together and they'll share from the same cup. So I thought that was really kind of cute to have something that talked about, you know, their personalities, kind of like the color meanings. Um, and then, of course, we have the, the wine box, you know, where you yeah. traditionally, they would they would write love letters to each other and get a bottle of wine and a box of some sort. Some I had somebody whose father was a, a hobbyist, a woodworking hobbyist. He made them a beautiful box, but they're they're easily found. And um, you know, you put the the love letters in the box, and we talk about you know there are beautiful words on this day. Put the wine in the box, and you'll on your anniversary, your first year anniversary, you'll you'll open this box. You'll read those letters. You'll share this wine and remember how wonderful this day was. Sometimes I'll even use that as a as a time capsule. This was an idea from one of my, I love the my, time capsule. That's I, the one I, I almost always like, do. Then you write yeah. another letter and put it in. I love that. Or she, you know, her thing was, you know, we have these beautiful place cards and nobody knows what to do with them after they find their place. So can we tell them to write like a wish or a thought or, you know, something about the couple and we can put the wine box on the table with the guest book and then they can put them all in there and seal it all up instead. Most of the time with the wine box, they'll nail it shut or, you know, there's maybe a latch on it. I did have somebody nail it shut. It was hilarious. The nails were like four inches long. It was like, um, I don't think these nails are going to work with this box. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I like the time capsule idea too, because it does give everybody, you know, it's, it's a little bit more, involved than just like a guest book where you know people just sign but um i think that's kind of a cute idea yeah i i really like that and to do it year after year and can you imagine every anniversary opening up that box and taking out that bottle of wine drinking it as you read over the letter and then you put a new letter in and you could go back years look go back to that first year the second year you you see you know, you see, it, it is great. It's almost like a diary of your love letters to each other. It's just beautiful to have that that memory letter from each year. One of my favorite ones um, that I did is um, this couple. They were very much into winemaking, so um, they 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 were vintners. Um, so uh, that's what a winemaker is called. So that was their hobby together. And um, so they are indeed the winemakers or vintners of this unity wine ceremony. I I had introduced it and talked about it and said that. And obviously wine is a symbol of joy and celebration. The making of wine takes time, devotion and care, as does an enduring marriage. So uh, and then I went on to talk about, you know, how they they do this and, and, you know, talk about them and their marriage. And then they ended with the pouring their wine and toasting each other and their marriage. So it was really great. Um, I like that because it added that personal touch to it. I like that. I had a couple who actually, they had on their, on the table with their guest book, they had, I think five bottles of wine and one had the number one on it. One had the number two on it, then the five, then 10, then 15 for like their anniversary years. 
and they asked people to write messages on it was like a bottle i want to say like fractionate champagne it's like a matte black bottle that people could write on with like a metallic marker and they asked them to write like little stuff for them on each bottle so they could you know look at the signatures and the, it has to be a very short sentiment or you have to have a lot of bottles <laughs> and that's okay too but you know for the first year it's like here's some words from some of your people on your first year drink that wine and then you have a bottle that you can't throw out i don't know if that's a good thing but i thought it was really actually kind of cute yeah we um in a previous podcast we talked about themed ceremonies and you know a, a few years back there was a show called Vikings that was very popular. And I remember people um, wanting to do a couple of, there must've been some wedding scenes in them. And uh, I did have one wedding where they wanted to include the wine ceremony, but we used, um, you know, the wine sharing ceremony as a delightful ceremony, embracing traditions that began well before the medieval times during those times, a bride and groom would celebrate their pledge to each other by drinking wine from a single cup, which symbolized one blood, one family, and one kin. <laughs> I remember that being being popular. It was cute. It was it was fun. <laughs> one blood, one family, one kin. <laughs> it was very Viking of them. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, I think what's interesting about the wine thing too is like I, I'm look, thinking back to a lot of my couples who one of their hobbies is you know going to visit new wine bars or they maybe they got engaged at a winery or they went on a trip to california and that's where they got engaged and you know if they can add you know that kind of additional personalization of having a bottle of wine that's that's really special to them um i think that you know maybe the a bottle of wine from like the Lorita winery where they might have had their engagement mm -hmm. um you know, wine comes in so with so many cool labels now i've had some i've had some of my dog people order special like wine with dog labels right, to right. be on their tape which i think is kind of cool actually right <laughs> well we have some beautiful vineyards here in in new jersey like Lorita or um there's uh, the renault winery Right. And um, of course, there's some in Cape May. So whenever I have the honor to do a ceremony at one of these beautiful venues, it's mm -hmm. a lot of fun to incorporate, obviously, the wine ceremony in it and personalize it to um, what fits best with the couple, whether they want to share a toast or they combine and show the unity of two becoming one or, or do the love letter wine ceremony. Um, I love that. It's perfect for, yeah. for our beautiful venues, uh, vineyards here. So. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm just thinking, I had somebody else with the multiple bottles, and what they did, they had same thing with different numbers for different years of anniversaries, but they were empty bottles. And they asked people to write them a little wish on a, like a little scroll that they could stick into those bottles. And they oh, were going to, I don't yeah. know, I guess they'd have to break the bottles to get them out. But I thought that was really kind of cute. Like, you know, kinda, bottle. I like it. Like I kind of hope she, I mean, there's, there's so many ways that people can personalize any one of these ritual ceremonies that we've talked about to really, you know, at them and i think that's really kind of part of the fun yeah. um you know this is the way it was always done but it doesn't that doesn't mean you have to do it that way i've done the wine box ceremony with tequila so oh, they didn't yeah. like wine you know it's, do a shot and read the letter <laughs> there you or make go. a margarita and read the letter yeah 
I've and done the love letter um, box without without alcohol too. The last one I did, they said, "Oh, we're not drinking right now. We're going to just do love letters." And I said, "That's beautiful. Let's just do it." You know, that can happen absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Always just personalize it to to the couple. You know, make it theirs. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's fun too for people that you know for guests who have never maybe seen. I mean, how many times have we done the wine box? probably hundreds but you know i always have to remind myself that the guests at this wedding have not gone to a hundred other weddings and they probably haven't seen this especially in some of the more personalized ways we do it and it just makes it's such a high point of the ceremony obviously besides the vows and the rings and the pronouncement yippee you're married but i think it's just it makes it so much more interesting for the guests it's like whoa this thing that we're going to do like even with you know with the glass ceremony or i think we'll, we're probably going to talk about the chocolate coming up and yeah. you know thing that you do that's not the unity candle not not to snub unity candles but kind of everybody who's ever been to a wedding has probably seen it we're on a whole new horizon of of unity rituals that we're going to talk about and they're going to seem like fun because they are yeah yeah a lot of fun I, I was uh, just remembering that um, I did one not too long ago and they did a wine. Uh, I think they just did the toast to it, but the ceremony included the added dimension of being celebrated with a very special bottle of wine that they bought, brought back from a trip they took together to Portugal. Oh, it holds a piece of their history, a, a piece of their hearts. So that was quite beautiful. And I think earlier in the ceremony, I referenced that trip because that's like when they really fell in love and decided to get married and spend the rest of their lives together. And they had brought this wine back. So it was oh, like a, like no it. brainer like to it. use it as the, as a unity ceremony. So that's yeah. quite beautiful well, and fun. So I think too, that, you know, for, very often if I'm doing a wine ceremony for a family that, you know, either one or both of them are Jewish, the cup will be a Kiddush cup that might've been yes. from somebody's bar, bat mitzvah, or it's like a family heirloom. But that doesn't mean that, you know, a family heirloom could be, it could be your grandma's Flinkstone's juice glass, you know, well, and it could be anything yeah. from your family. That it might be very sweet to reference that, especially if it's somebody, you know, if you've got your, your grandma who's passed away, if you've got her goblets and, you know, you're, you're always afraid to use them except for a special occasion. Well, like this is this a special, is a special occasion, occasion do, the family know? heirloom celebrating two, not only yeah. uh, the, the two people becoming one, but two families becoming one, exactly. a new family like be being created a new family on the family tree and how beautiful to use a family heirloom if you have it, you know? Yeah. I Gorgeous. like that. I, I do. love it too. Like it. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to ask, did you have a unity wine ceremony at your wedding? Um, we want to hear about it. Let us know which ceremony you did. Did you do a toast? Did you add two wines together to show two becoming one? Did you do the unity wine and love letter or some other type of wine ceremony? You can email us at Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A, at thisjoyous.com or leave a message on any of the social media sites, which are New Jersey Wedding Podcasts. That's Facebook, Instagram, New Jersey Wedding Podcast. And there is a website, newjerseyweddingpodcast.com with a contact form. 
So, and if you have any questions for us, if you want to hear us talk about any kind of unity ritual ceremony, go ahead and ask your question. We'd be happy to speak about it. All right. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Andrea Pertel, owner of For This Joyous Occasion Officiating Services, serving all of New Jersey. Julia Milton from NJ Vows Now, Vow to Be Different for New York and New Jersey.